Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode. Oh, gosh. Well, I feel like I've lived about a month in the last week, so. It's got to be in the 60s, right? It has to be. 60s, I'm 70s. 45. Ooh, one off. 44. Oh, 44. Very close. Hank Aaron. Oh, Hank Aaron. Yeah. That's Yay. Just a baseball player. One okay. of the best baseball players. I've heard the name. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P., man um case how you doing well yeah so jack and i jack and i have had we have both had uh individually a rough not i wouldn't say a rough week an uh, eventful eventful week but separately so we just had a nice catch up in the backyard because it feels so i just saw you like five days ago it feels like i haven't seen you in a month because so much has happened um so for, well, I think last week I said, yeah, I got my second shot. I wasn't feeling good. Um, Megan, I had to drive about 11 hours up north um, to pick up her uh, some things. And um, it was, it's just been, it's been eventful. I'm exhausted. I said, I've never worked this hard in June ever, mm-hmm. ever. Like June in a school, you guys, is like the we, best. We play outside. We have play days. We have track and field day. We have movie day. Like it is like it's it's you're a, not doing any work. You're not like by the time report card numbers are in, which is usually beginning of June, like the, it's the last three weeks is just fun playtime. That has not been the case online. OK, we are going full steam ahead and I am exhausted. So I think I've wrapped up. I want to say I've wrapped up my last big assignment for my one student. I think I'm done now. I'll cross my fingers. And then it's it's summer. And it's just summer. Fun times. Yeah, summer, podcasting, cottaging, just uh, relaxing. BC for me. Yeah. Yes, which I just got an e- so we came back and we were so exhausted and I got an email and in the subject line it just said your flight something like canceled or changed. I literally had I went from zero to 100. I'm not even kidding. you. I was like, are you kidding me? Like I was so mad. And then you look and it's like just a matter of a few minutes, but they have to tell you if your flight's changed, even if it is just like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying to figure out what had changed. It was literally nothing. So nothing has changed. I'm still going. Well, I would go regardless. I would drive. I'd walk. That, yes. Jack, how are you? Uh, In the same way, very Mm -hmm. uh, eventful week. My girlfriend and her family moved. I I was a part of the move. Of course you were. And uh, it was a lot. It was a lot of high stress. And Mm -hmm. now the dust has settled. Uh, There was no Jote show Monday or Tuesday. Just because of that, we'll... A uh, new episode will be tomorrow, and yeah. we'll be catching up on the week of sports that we missed, which will be really fun, but that could be like an hour and a half podcast, because yeah. there's there's a lot that has missed, which I mentioned to you, uh, The Ringer, who, uh, I'll throw it out there if they ever listen to this, it's it to me, I think it's the perfect place for me to work, because they posted this meme that I loved, and not to go too off topic, but just Ben Simmons, basketball player, not didn't do a good job, and it was a meme of him walking into the uh, team whatever locker room whatever the next day and it was the picture of joe pesci from goodfellas which will be a movie we watch at some point Mm. for this and it was just the perfect crossover of sports and movies and there's so many people that wouldn't get either side right like if you looked at it you would get the movie part but you wouldn't get well why would it matter why is it him 
dad would probably he would get both yeah he probably would get both yeah. but there's a lot of people that wouldn't and it's such a like niche kind of is it niche or niche people i say niche but uh, i could be wrong that's why i that's probably where i picked it up from, from i you. just yeah look at me leading niche. you as leading you astray your whole life it's all right if someone corrects me i'll just tell them it's, it's your fault yeah there you go send them my way yeah so um we do have not as much to get to as usual yeah so we didn't watch loki guys we it's been a lot and we didn't watch it and you know I don't I don't want to just like I don't want to rush things like I don't want to just like let's watch it and then do no we were both like no we need time to just it's nice to watch it and have a few minutes to kind of process it so we've we haven't even watched the new one yet and we'll talk about it next week no No yeah next next week we'll we'll double dip episodes three yeah this is three right three and four yeah and yeah so we got our top 100 movie challenge and we're bringing back from episode one i think it was episode one or two because listen i cheated a little well i wouldn't say i cheated but i went back and listened to it again that's not cheating that's just research yeah because i wanted to make sure i didn't do the same ones and i didn't have the same notebook so i was like i just want to listen to it and wow i have to say it is it's very we've improved like or it's just it's where you've evolved you get confidence i mean especially like if you look at how many podcasts have done from july of last year to now like it's well it's probably closer to 200 yeah like we didn't have no not 200 like 120 well you've had quite a lot though so no like we didn't have a name at the the first episode like we were still deciding on that and i said right every five seconds and so it's it's yeah it was fun to go back and listen anyway so i just wanted to make sure i didn't do the same one but it is stressful this is probably my least favorite game that well, we play especially because most of the most of the topics we do on this we can talk about and we can kind of figure some stuff out together this is very like vague out there you have no idea what the other person has come up with and i think I, i'm gonna say personally i know i did everything in my heart to hurt you <laughs> to make you agonize sweat i don't think stress i don't think anything will get close to the uh, was it, it was Drew Barrymore, Kristen Bell, Kate, Kate Hudson. Hudson. Worst one. Yeah. I don't think anything will top that, but I think no. I've got. Uh, and then you did Dax and John Krasinski. That was your. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. I was listening to it and I was like, I can tell from my voice. I'm like, you are an asshole. No. Yeah. <laughs> so now we bring it back 43 episodes later. Yes. I think honestly, the one thing is we could definitely say we just forgot that we did it totally and there was a point when people did the ones gotta go with the chris's and a lot yeah. of people were mean to chris pratt about that so we didn't want this we don't want this to be negative we just want this no. to be a fun conversation that is like my that would that's stress, why we didn't do that's it. that's why we haven't done it because it would stress me out if anybody thought this was a mean-spirited up uh, because it is not at all it's just a way of like you know what would you miss more it's yeah. not necessarily saying like oh, okay what get rid sucks. of yeah no not like that at all i don't want it to be like that at all so i'm gonna say it's slightly mean-spirited but not towards the people it's towards <laughs> each other yes yeah i don't I, I don't know if mine are that like i'm nervous now because i don't think mine are i don't think they're means i i don't know i guess we'll see oh um I, oh you're I, going for it oh, eh? I'm, here, I'm here to hurt your heart i also got wow. one i also got one with a fun theme to it oh fun i like it okay I, maybe just yeah just one there but i don't think i think all of them are gonna hurt me you're going to struggle wow so nice that's why this whole family is about competition is. so i, I decided <laughs> I i'm winning the hockey pool i'm gonna try to win this i know you are i know 
All right. All right. Let's get into our first movie before Sunrise, 1995 romance, not a comedy, romance drama. I don't know. I would just say like a romance. romantic. Yeah, it's not really a comedy. Yeah, written and directed by Richard Linklater, which I did want to say that um, he wrote this movie because he had a similar experience. Yes, yes. In 1989 yeah. in Philadelphia. And I just thought that was so weird but then he evolves it into the story and it's jesse and celine played by uh ethan hawk and julie Culpe. uh i think it's delpy delpy why did i say yeah, Culpe? i don't know delpy um and they play jesse and celine and they meet on this train and decide to spend one night in vienna together yeah so jesse is played by ethan hawk so he's he's getting off the train in vienna and julie is going to julie Dup- Delpy's character is going to Paris because she goes to school there and she's from there and so they meet on um so the very opening scene is like there's this couple and they start fighting in German so we don't really even know what they're saying and sh- she gets up she was reading her book she gets up and she sits next to him and then they start talking about their book and he's like I was just gonna go get something to eat in the other car do you want to come so they're chatting for a bit and they have a really good chemistry and you know just shooting the shit and then so his stop gets there and he kind of gets off the train gets back on the train and says you know what I have a crazy idea I have I have no money I'm just planning on walking around Vienna until my flight back to U.S. tomorrow morning do you want to do you want to just hang out with me for the night and she's just like well that's kind of crazy but she ends up doing it and so my favorite part is so she ends up doing it she gets off the train with him they're walking through like a train station and she goes what's your name and I was like yes that is so great because it's one of those things you could easily just forget and then you're like oh I just agreed to hang out with this stranger probably and should know who you are don't even know your name anyways they go on this like great little adventure together and they they I mean they just I, I they just do so many things I wouldn't even know like but but it's simple like some sometimes they're just on like a streetcar for like 10 minutes and it's just dialogue so what I found interesting okay I will say one thing stranger danger is real okay I don't think I would do this because I think I'm too nervous of a person to get off with a stranger I, also I love th- the idea yeah it's so romantic in your mind it's it's a little dicey and I think you could also this is one of those movies where it has to be set where it is if this is today this doesn't happen if it's 1994 it makes a little bit more sense yes 100 percent um so and they have really it's just cute chemistry like they're just they have great dialogue and they have like this give and take and it it is really fun and what I read about it was first of all it was shot in 25 days which is almost unheard of but they are the only two really I mean you have a few little people that come in and out but it is just about them and when they got the script it was 35 pages the entire movie was 35 pages because it was more of um he said it was more of a blueprint and let's collab and let's whatever so I have to say the movie felt very natural that's I was gonna say that it it did feel it didn't feel like forced romance or comedy there are moments where they're uh they're sitting in the recording booth or they're listening such a great scene and go to a record yeah yeah they're listening to records and it's one of those things especially because you just met the stranger and especially for uh ethan hawk's character like you're in a place you don't know maybe she'll know a little bit more but still you're both in a place you don't really know yeah and it's not just everything's hunky-dory there are so many like awkward like moments and pauses and silences that it's just it 
feels real. It feels natural. It does. It does. Like he would look at her and she would look away and then she would look at him. And it wasn't like you could tell it wasn't like now look at him and she look at him like they just let them go and they let them and they were strangers when they started filming. So it feels very not. And they did it in chronological order, which they don't usually do that in movies. They did it in chronological order. So it's almost like you're really seeing developing that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I've never seen this movie. It never interested me. And again, I have to shout out to the to the bro man for giving us this uh, this poster because I never would have watched this movie. Well, it just never interested me. Like I was just like, I don't know. Like it just it was always what I saw, and I was like, yeah, it looks cute, but it's, no, it seemed cheesy. Yeah, and what? it is not no. cheesy. It's really sweet, and it's it's fun, and it's yeah, it has a lot of. I really I really enjoyed it. Like it also doesn't use. I feel like a lot of the a lot of these type of movies are like something like, oh, you did this. And there's some like big dramatic. And this movie doesn't really have that. It has no drama except when they have to say bye to each other. Yeah. It's heart wrenching because they really bonded. And, you know, but is it is it because it was just like a one night romantic night? I wouldn't even say romantic. Like it wasn't like there was candlelight. But my favorite scene with them is they're sitting in a restaurant and she does a fake phone call mm-hmm. of talking to, okay, I'm going to call my friend and I'm going to tell her what we've been up to or whatever. And it's just, it was just really well done of just like, so I met this guy and I got off the train. I know it's so crazy. Or he pretended yeah, to be he, the she's friend. She's like, you have to pick up the yeah, phone. Yeah, you have to be the friend. And he'd be like, you know, why would you get off the train with a stranger? And she's like, I know, like. And then she and then she's like, now you call your friend. And and it's a way they could also get kind of information like, well, did you like them? And did you you know, like it was really cute. I really liked it. I don't know if I would watch the other two. I guess we'll see. Maybe I maybe I would be interested to see where because they have it's a trilogy, which. Yeah, before before sunset and then before midnight, which made me think Ethan Hawke has done two of these like type of movies because when i was watching it i'm like oh it's a trilogy and it's like 1995 early 2000s 2013 was the last one Mm -hmm. and i just thought he did this he did boyhood Mm -hmm. which they filmed for what like 15 probably 15 years because it's like early 2010s yeah and he did this twice and i just i think he is someone when we talk about i am deep dive it's someone i really want to do someday because it's it's so fascinating because he's done so much and he's done such great work, but he's not like the acclaim of someone. Like I know yeah. it, we always will bring up Leo, even yeah. Denzel, like someone like that. They don't have the same acclaim, but it's more of like internal respect. Like I feel like if you asked everybody who's maybe the most underrated, something like that, I think Ethan Hawke would be up there. Ethan Hawke would be there for me and um, uh, Edward Norton would be there for me. And it's two people that don't really seem like they care about the limelight no and i'm very fascinated to see his daughter his his daughter is um maya hawk and it's him and uma therma used to be married and they had this daughter together who is now in the acting and she was in stranger things and she's really good like i was like who's that girl and then i looked her up and i realized i'm like of course it's their daughter because they're both so great you know they've produced this girl, I'm really fascinated to see her career. And just really quickly before we move on to the other one. So Gwyneth Paltrow was considered for this role and Jennifer Aniston before Friends, 
which I could see because it you almost you need someone you need two unknown people yes. for this type of movie. Yeah, because he was very he was pretty popular, but I liked I was trying to think like would that have worked? I really loved her. Like I think Julie Delpy did an amazing job. So I'm still confused why I said Culpy. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Shake it off. Um, it's also I, I 35 pages adds into t- writing the screenplay took them 11 days yeah and I, I guess it's because he Richard Linklater had that experience that yeah. he knew his vision and then obviously if you do this movie in Philadelphia it's not it's not the same it's not as good like it's not as romantic like you're what, walking around Philadelphia and you go get like a cheese steak like it's not the same as there's let's not walk as around many Vienna. options yeah. right like for them they went to restaurants they went to like they saw like it was just there was just so many options right for them mm-hmm. yeah, yeah okay. I'm good yeah that was I I recommend it I would say I recommend this movie for if you listen to this and you're kind of interested, yes. If you're like, listen to it and you're like, no, I'm good. Like, whatever, right? Yeah, it's also one of those, until they made the other two movies, that it was kind of left in the air because they said they would, they meet, would meet six again. months. Yeah, so maybe I will have to watch and see if they met. Well, they do, but like, see how that goes. Yeah, how it goes <laughs> from the next two movies. Yeah. All right, our oh second boy. movie, also a trilogy, yes. the first of a trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, The Godfather, 1972, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, it is about Don Vito Corleone, which I think even I've like seen this movie before, but I was too like young to yeah. really get everything when I watched it. Didn't know it was Don Vito. I thought it was just Vito, because everybody does just call him, well, like besides like Godfather. I think Don means... Um, like he is the don of the family yeah 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 um hands his empire to his youngest son michael uh putting the family in danger and all chaos ensues michael is played by al pacino there are some heavy hitters in this movie and young heavy hitters because we're talking 1972 pacino looks like a baby baby and then i looked to one guy oh robert duvall robert duvall james con james con and diane keaton yep. so she was on the screen a good 10 minutes before i was like god she looks she sounds familiar yeah it wasn't even her looks it was like god she sounds so familiar yeah it's diane keaton yeah. just you know just maybe you've heard just of her toss just, it in there talia yeah. talia shire yes rocky rocky, rocky. fame but yeah. like she plays she's the sister, sister. the one the one girl Yes. I think the I don't think there's any other way you can start this movie by not just saying, "Oh my god, it is so Italian." And yeah. I think if you are Italian, this is this I understand why it might be the staple of your life. Like it, it does make sense because this is like obviously it's a I don't want to say like it's that out there, but it is it's like, like a dramatic more of a dramatic. Yeah, but it it is just like I don't know if anything could be more Italian. Yeah. That's just the whole no. time I just thought like how they talk, how they interact, like everything is just Italian. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What I, so, I mean, the movie starts, I wouldn't even know where to start with this movie because it's like three hours. It's quite a, a commitment, but it is, I think it's worth it, but it starts with the wedding of his daughter and his only daughter. And it is 20, 30 minutes long, just yeah. the wedding, because in the same time, he is still conducting business. So he sits in an office room or in his room and people come to him. OK, and they say, listen, I need this to happen. Yeah. And then he makes deals with people and he does them. Yeah, which is the the very opening is a man coming in talking about his daughter that refused uh 
intimacy with guys and they beat her up for it like so bad to the point where like her jaw is wired shut and all this and they don't take long to show you what power really is because he's saying like can you please do this and he and marlon brando like just the physical acting Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. like i don't even i can't it's hard to his cheeks and just the way he talks talks and, and like and it's almost his mouth needs to be that way for him to talk yeah and he says, like, if you were coming to me as a friend, friend, this would already be done. Yes. But it, you needed to show some respect. Yes. And it's not like he was threatening him. He's just like, if you want this done, you have to show respect because the hand calls him godfather yeah. and, like, does everything he needs to do. And then it's just, okay, yeah, we'll do that for you. Yeah. And then the next favor is... uh like a famous singer guy comes to the wedding and he really wants this role in Hollywood that this producer actor or producer director, I can't remember, won't give him mm-hmm. unless he's like, maybe he's a head of a studio. I can't actually remember what it is. No, uh, they won't let him. So who is it? Robert Duvall. One of, one of them go there. I can't remember who it was. I think anyways, it doesn't matter. He goes to Hollywood and he sits down with him and he says, you know, like, we need yeah like he needs to be in the movie the guy's like no 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 and he so he leaves his card and then he gets a call back saying oh I didn't realize you are from this family so come over and so they're sitting there and he's like you should have told me and he's like whatever and take him to the barn this is my prized horse this is you know like look at my beautiful land and he's like he needs to be in your movie and he's like he will never be in my movie and no so cut to the guy wakes up in the morning he has blood all over him and there's a horse's head which is something uh, a few things of this movie that have been repeated throughout other mediums yes and i'll i'll save it for the other there's a few obviously the just the godfather in general the one i always think of is they did it in zootopia mm-hmm. that it was like the rats mice something like that like something that was very small and he was the don and like it's just such an iconic movie because if you get repeated and people use this idea so much in the horse's head and even uh the ending scene which i or not the ending scene but like the crucial at, at the end yeah. scene um if you repeat it that much it's deserves all the respect as being one of the best greatest movies ever for sure for sure um Uh, yeah marlon brando amazing um during it as i was watching it i'm like ah like i know it's 1972 so it's not like the technology isn't as good but as it was being filmed i'm like this kind of looks like a soap opera right right. like some of this like especially the in that like office area yeah it does kind of look like a soap opera and when they're getting shot it looks ridiculous like when robert duvall gets it's him, right? At the toll booth or whatever? I think that's James Conn. James Conn. They look kind of similar to me. So and he's so he's in a car and the guy at the toll booth like closes the door and ducks and the car in front of him doesn't move. Buddy, back it up, man. What are you doing? Yeah, he's just kind of sitting there. He just sits there and then they all start shooting at him and he gets out of the car with yeah. like 10 guys shooting at him. And I'm like this no 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 again that was a that was a moment where they were really it was this it was sending a message yes of like we're not just killing this guy like they almost disintegrated him by how much he got shot shot yeah well even the godfather gets shot in the pretty beginning of the movie he got shot five times but he lives and that's why michael 
played by Al Pacino, has to like come in. And he didn't want anything to do with this lifestyle. Like he was like him he, and Diane Keaton were together. He was happy. He did not want it. Yeah, he was coming back from war, war. which it was one of those things where I didn't th- I didn't think about it till towards the end of the movie that he knows this is his family's life and he isn't says that's Diane Keaton. Like this is them. This isn't me. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. And he didn't have to go to war. That's one of the things like he just volunteered to do that because he didn't want to be a part of what's going on. Yeah. And I think that to me is besides Marlon Brando, because he's just so good is Al Pacino and Michael Corleone, the journey of, I don't want to do this. And then he slowly gets, he's like a assistant, like a not assistant, but he's like a lower level. Yeah. And you just see his rise and his change in demeanor of, I'm condemning his family and then by the end he is running it basically yeah he is the family and he is all about those traditions and that's what Vito was all about he was about do everything for your family I don't trust a man that doesn't spend time with his family everything was about family which again goes back to the Italian part of it yeah um I loved this scene where so his dad is in the hospital and he's like he's not really coherent and stuff and and so he Al Pacino goes there to see him and realizes there's no police there no one is watching him and he is no one's protecting his dad and so it's like middle of the night or whatever so he decides to him and a nurse move the dad out of that room because they're so worried something's gonna you know they're gonna come and kill him and some baker guy shows up just to drop off. I think he's a baker, right? He comes to drop something off and say hi to his dad, pay his respects and whatever. And he makes him stand outside and pretend he's like a bodyguard with guns. He's like, put your hands in your pocket and pretend you have a gun or whatever. Because there's a drive-by where they're checking out the the hospital to see if there's anybody there, right? And they they have that scene on the on the on the front of the hospital, like no, we're here. We're watching him, you know, like, but that whole scene of the buildup of like, who's walking up the stairs, who's, it was really well done. Like I was stressed Mm -hmm. because I didn't remember that part. Like, I think when you rewatch it, there's things you forget, right? Yeah. There you, once you're pretty removed from it, you you remember major scenes. Like you remember the toll booth. You remember the baptism, horse's head. head. Yeah. There's, you remember an offer. You can't refuse. He made me not, he made me not fuck. Can you, whatever. Right. That's such a, it's such a good line. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the baptism, which is again, the copying I thought of was modern family did this. And modern family did it in a way where they combined them. It was, I think it was Phil was like the dawn of the situation. It was like, uh, there was balloons covering like his signs, so like Luke shot them down with like a BB gun or a paintball gun or whatever. And uh, in this, they or in the Modern Family, they also do like the horse's head, but it's like a pinata horse's head. Right, it's a family show. Yeah. But this scene of you just you know in this moment, you know as soon as it comes on, even the first time watching it, you can tell by the music there's something going on. There are so many moving pieces. It's Michael uh, at the baptism. But there's just so many people setting up and doing things and we're preparing and it just it builds up and it, it keeps building. And the music gets louder and louder and it turns into I don't even want to say it directly, but it's just Michael taking control. One hundred percent. While at a baptism. Yeah. Because of the position that he put himself in, he doesn't need 
He doesn't need to be there. He doesn't need to get his hands dirty. He yeah. just has everybody he t- else. Well, do- he's already gotten dirty when yeah. he killed the cop and the and the other head of the other family, mm. and he had to go to Sicily. So, like, there's that whole storyline too. But in the baptism one, he's killing off basically the head honchos of all the family of the other five families. So he becomes like the big boss of like everybody, mm-hmm. right? And it's so well orchestrated and planned that. Like, there's no stopping it. No, and it just, it goes almost, I'm going to say too seamlessly because just everything they wanted to happen. And I guess that just shows the organization and the skill that it took to put that on. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. Loved it. And going through a trilogy and obviously, is it, is it Al Pacino's movie or is it Marlon Brando's movie? Because I know it's it's tough to to pick between those two because I know it's Michael Corleone's Mm -hmm. story, but... When you have Vito in there, and even he has, they have such great conversations together. When like you could tell he's ailing, and yeah. he's talking to him about what he needs to do when he takes over, because it's very like there's not a lot of sugarcoating. Like it's very like you're going to be taking over. This is going to be, you're going to be the Don. You're going to be the head of this family. Yeah. So he goes to his dad for advice, and they have such good conversations mm-hmm. about what what you need to do because there's also a lot of like ethical issues that even yeah. Vito has right like, right he's like oh i'm not um i think it was like heroin like oh i don't want to do oh, that that's oh dirty. he didn't want to get into any drugs really yeah. at all right he was all about gambling and yeah, yeah. But, and i mean it's pretty cool to see that there's some moral <laughs> right. uprising in this it's movie. not just i want to be a billionaire yeah. i want to have like, i want to do this the right way yeah. and i loved his his anything with family like he was all about his family I don't trust a man who doesn't want to be like spend every minute with his family and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So, and you could see, you could see that Michael, even in like the other two movies that he has pieces of veto, but it's just not, there was too much of a switch that turned into self-interest. Yeah. Especially at the end of this movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good one. It's a good ride, man. If you, if you have the three hours and, I mean, I think if if you're a classic, I don't think you're allowed to be Italian if you haven't seen this. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah, I sent it to I sent a picture to Stefan as I was watching the baptism scene and he was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great one. I loved it. It was a great week for our for our movies. Mm -hmm. I was really happy with them. Like very could not be more different. Yeah. I feel like we do get that a lot. A lot of contrasting. Besides like fun though. Yeah. I don't want to watch two movies the exact same. Yeah. Like if we watched Godfather and Goodfellas, it'd be good to compare those movies. Yeah. That's a lot of like Goodfellas is definitely my favorite out of like the mobster, like mafia kind of movies. Always been my favorite. Like I would almost put it in my top 10. Well, if I ever were to make a list, it would be definitely a high consideration. We'll do that that at some point. A top 10 movie. Oh my God, that stresses me out. (laughs) Even though we haven't even decided when to do it. (laughs) No, I just couldn't even imagine. I'd have to start thinking about it now. But I would love to do one. I think it would be, and I would try and make it pretty loosey goosey. Like this is kind of what I think, but something could come up. Yeah, you could even, we could break it down by categories. Yeah. Like action, comedy, thriller. Drama. I don't know if there's more romance, <laughs> romantic comedy. I could do top ten romantic comedies. Yeah, I'm a big romantic comedy. Like they're they're so corny and cheesy, but they're just so, oh, they're, they're so, so fun. fun. Yeah. They're so fun. Yeah. All right, you ready for one's no, gotta I, go? No, my stomach just slipped. I'm gonna vomit. Yes. One's gotta go. So we each have five ca- topics, categories. Sure. Five, five goes. Five, five ones gotta goes. <laughs> Fives. Yes. Uh, would you like to go first? 
No, you go first. Okay. Uh, first one. Uh, I can't start with the best. Okay. You know, you gotta you gotta okay. save that for gotta the end. Even. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna hurt you a little bit. Okay. One's gotta go. Okay. Dear Chelsea, armchair expert. Oh my God. And pop pinions. <laughs> wow. I wish you guys could see my face. One's gotta go. Dear Chelsea, armchair expert, and this, and this right here. And ours. Yes. That is so mean. Oh, then you're not going to like any of these if you think that's mean. Actually, no, the one isn't mean. It's just funny. It's a good topic. Well, I'm not getting rid of us because this is fun times. Nice. Okay, cool. I actually didn't. I, I had it. I actually, I did make a guess for all of them and I, I will stay truthful to if I'm right. I think for just like, I'm not ever giving up Dax no. either. Like, I'm not giving Dax up. And that's what I said. I'm like, I know you love Chelsea, but you also, if you didn't have her podcast, she still does other stuff, doesn't she? Totally. Like, I could be happy with just her on Instagram. She just, I just need her whatever. So I'm giving up her podcast. I'm not giving up all the other stuff with her. No, just the podcast. And in fairness, her podcast is pretty new. So I'm not quite as invested. Whereas with Armchair, I'm getting like, they just start a new one, you guys. For you women out there, it is so good. Actually, for everybody, I shouldn't have said that. It is called Shatter Glass, and it's his wife, Kristen Bell, with Monica, his his co-host on Armchair, and they're talking to different women who have broken the glass ceiling of, you know, feminism kind of thing. It is fantastic. And so, no, I'm not giving up Dax, and I'm not giving you and I up. So Chelsea's got to go. All right. Uh, that wasn't once you once you broke that down. Know, it wasn't as hard. I know, but just in, in theory, just when you hear it, you're like, "Why are you so mean?" I'm glad that came up because in our like conversation catching up, you talked about that new podcast. Because before I wrote down like, "Would you give up us or Dax?" Right, and then I had that third one in there that yeah. became the sacrificial lamb. It did, but it is really good. It's really really good. Okay, so Dad helped me with one of these. Okay. I'm going to do that one first because okay. it is sports related. Okay. Um, and he told me I'm allowed to say this. So you can't, I don't know what this is okay. or means. Okay. So one's got to go. Uh, Detroit Red Wings. Wow, I said that weird. Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. New York Yankees. Michigan. Oh, I was hoping it Um. Okay, Detroit. Detroit's not going anywhere. That's been my favorite team for the longest. Uh, Yankees and Michigan. That's hard because Michigan was the one I jumped on just because it was also Detroit and I liked their jerseys when I was younger. Yankees' dad and I. I think I would give up Michigan because I'm just going to break it down to Michigan has never really had, I shouldn't say no success, but like I haven't had that many stressful games to watch. Like when I was like seven to 10 years old like the red wings were in winning almost Almost winning the stanley cup final yeah the red wings were definitely not the yankees i've seen win a world series and at least be competitive so i would say michigan michigan okay what did dad say well because he said just say michigan because Because, yeah if he said if it was michigan basketball or football i don't i don't think it would be different but it's you count i count them together yeah he's like just say michigan don't say anything else and i'm like okay He's like, that's the only way he'll kind of consider keeping Michigan is if it's, if it's just both like, of them. If it's yeah, like it. if it's all of it. So I was like, OK, because yeah. he was like, I don't know who you say against Detroit and Yankees. Like he was just like, yeah. I don't know. But no, yeah. if it, that would, it would have been 
if he sent a if he said the Atlanta Falcons, I wanted you to say that one because I would have gotten rid of them because they've done nothing but hurt me. Right, so. <laughs> hurt your heart. Yeah, at least the Yankees he and did, Red Wings. That was brought up, but then he just went more the Michigan route. So, All right. yeah. yeah, Michigan. All right. I, Michigan. I do. I again not getting rid of them, but for this one, I just the Yankees and Red Wings are too. They're too good to me. Yeah. All right. All right. Next one. Um, I'll go a little. I'll go a little easier on this one. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's not easier. <laughs> All right. This is this is the um, not necessarily reality live show section. Okay. okay. Bachelor. I'm gonna say I'll, I'll be specific. Bachelor. And eh, okay. no. Bachelor. Bachelor Nation, like yeah, all of them. Bachelor Nation. Wow, that's hard. Okay. Survivor. No. And Saturday Night Live. <gasps> wow. Because I couldn't think of a third reality show. Like, I felt like if I put in Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, I'd that, get rid of that. Yeah. Like I'd that's do, not. I thought yeah. it would be too easy. That's with way any too easy. Like, yeah, I would definitely. Those too, three are really Too hot tough. to handle. Yeah, no. That would be like, bye. Yeah. So, no yeah. No problem. Bachelor Nation, Survivor, SNL. Okay, well, I'm not getting rid of SNL. Like, it's just, that's it, it will never happen. That's what I said. That will be my number one. I just think I would keep Survivor because I really love. I love Bachelor Nation stuff, but it's like a guilty pleasure. Whereas Survivor actually brings me. Um, I like that we all watch it together. I like seeing the dynamic of how people interact. Like Bachelor Nation is more like just like it's just fun and it's whatever. But I don't think it adds anything to my life. Like it's just like a silly show that kind of I don't know. Yeah, I would miss it, though, for sure. Like especially Bachelor in Paradise. That's my favorite. It's so messy and it's so fun to watch, but I wouldn't, I love Survivor. People that say though, like it's the same, it's not the same. They've, they've evolved it quite a bit, even since I've started watching. Yeah, like it's not the same. You have new people come in. Yes, it's the same concept, but. And you they have, bring some of the old people back. Yeah, like it's always different, like dynamics of, of people. I don't know. People together fascinate me. So I would definitely, I got rid of Bachelor Nation. Which is hard. But. If it was if it was Amazing Race instead of SNL, no SNL would never. SNL is my favorite. No, no, no. I mean, oh. like if SNL wasn't there and Amazing Race was the third one, so Bachelor, Survivor, mm. Amazing Race. Yeah, that might have been different. Yeah, SNL wouldn't go. You could put that with anything. It's it would be like with SNL with, Friends. No, 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 not no. I take it back. No, um, yeah, I would definitely get rid of Bachelor Nation. All right, all right. Um, okay, my number two. Is Seth MacFarlane, Bill Burr, Bo Burnham. Did I say that right? You did. Okay. Um, it's really not that hard. Because, oh, really? Just because I like Bill Burr. I think he is really funny. But Seth MacFarlane, is family guy, American dad. I knew you wouldn't get rid of him. No. Bo Burnham is my... What if f- I put Joe Senegog... Sanagato, like the it's like a YouTuber podcaster. That would make in. it harder. Yeah. I, I did get, have him in. I'd probably get rid of Seth then. Wow. Yeah. Because Bo that. Burnham is like my favorite comedian ever. Well, I know. That's why I was like, he's gotta be in there. But then it was like I had, and then I was like, I think he likes Bill Burr too. But that, I did that have likes Bill Burr more, but I put an asterisk beside Bill Burr. I was pretty sure you'd get rid of him. Yeah. I didn't think you'd get rid of Seth because it's like those are your favorite shows to yeah. watch. And then I, I knew you wouldn't get rid of Bo. Especially after the most recent special. Nah, I'm definitely Is it gonna... depressing, though? Uh, a little bit. It's it's the... definitely not like... It's f- 
funny, but it definitely isn't like you're not going to be like belly laughing the whole time. Because a girl um, on TikTok who does these book recommendations, she goes, now that my depression has lifted after watching Bill- Bo Burnham. And I was like, I don't know if I could watch this. It's because you go on the journey with him and like he gets existential because he is filming this for a year. And then once he's almost done, he kind of goes into like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Like it. It's it, it's a bit of that, but he does a good job of like editing stuff together where it's like most of his bits are like songs and they're pretty like most of them are pretty upbeat, but it is definitely it's around an hour and 30 minutes and it's definitely it's a journey. It, it's a journey and okay. it's almost like soul when okay. I watch when we uh, watch soul like God at Lord. the end when you kind of just you don't really know what to do. Yeah, you don't know what to do with yourself when when you finish it. Right. When I watched the Friends reunion and didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that one's an easier one. I'm going to go a little harder next okay. time. Uh, my next one is another theme one, and it's the uh, Who Jack Doesn't Like edition. Oh, God, I could name these people. Okay. Let's go. Let's let's see what I narrowed Jennifer it to. Jennifer Garner. Yes. Callie Ripa. Yes. Well, I would say Chelsea. No, I don't mind Chelsea. Oh, okay. Amy, Amy Schumer? Oh, that would have been better. No, I did uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. And it's not like, again, this is nothing like personal against them. Like, I don't act like if I met them, I wouldn't be like, I hate you. But it's just kind of one of those like, I like Hollywood dislike them. Right. That makes sense. Okay. So Jennifer Garner, I will never understand. Gwyneth, I can see why people don't like her. I still like her, but I I can see why people don't like her. Like I like her in the MCU. I just think it's funny that she has this company and I just love the SNL, like the we're number Number one. one. Oh, Mm -hmm. like number one in what? Number Number one. one. Uh, And Kelly Ripa. Okay. Wow. That's really tricky. Okay, so I love Gwenny for Iron Man. I love her. She's got some great movies. She's I like her goop hole thing. Uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly's a tough one because I like she just was such a big part of like, you know, I always I don't actually watch her anymore because I just don't really have the time. But um, every now and then I will just I'll throw it on. But I used to tape it every day and watch it. And then it just got too stressful because I'd have like 10 on there. And I was like, forget it. I don't have time for this. Especially if it's people you don't really want to see. Yeah. And it's been a lot of Zoom stuff. And I don't know, like it kind of. It's not the same as them being there together. Yeah. Um. I will. OK, so let's just say this. I'm not getting rid of Jennifer Garner. She's one of my favorites. I will not give up Alias. And I love her. I think she's like salt of the earth sweetest person so i'm not getting rid of her and i think i would then get rid of as much as it pains me i think wow my brain is like a ping pong right now i'm like bing 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 kelly gwyneth kelly gwyneth kelly gwyneth that's totally how i feel um i think i'm gonna get rid of gwenny i think i'm gonna get rid of paltrow that's how i thought when you were saying like the movies and stuff that you like i thought you were setting that up to say that you were gonna get rid of her yeah like i do love the goop thing i do it was great but i i don't know it's so hard because then now i don't really watch kelly so anyways yeah i think i would i think i would get rid of gwenny see i think i'm doing a really good job you're always good and that's when i listened to the last one you got them all right because you just know me so well now it's your turn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're looking at me to say I something. I know. Like, hi, are you going to go? Okay. Um. Okay. I don't know where to go now. I think I'm going to go with, Um. I think mine aren't as hard as yours. And next time I'm really going to throw you under the bus. That's good. Okay. Please do. So I have Friday Night Lights, Ballers, 
mm-hmm. the last dance uh oh, that's so hard to compare them there i'm literally looking at the friday night lights but poster sports sports that's yeah, why yeah, i sports, tried to do sports, sports. show because i was gonna put the mandalorian in there but it just doesn't really make sense it doesn't really me. fit in that yeah looking at the clear eyes full hearts can't lose friday night lights was the first ever show i binge watched so i, know, I think i have really, you love them and i just like not even blew through it because it's pretty long it's like six seasons i'm pretty sure yeah, five or so. six yeah um it does hold a really special place and uh last dance was the other one ballers ballers so i still haven't finished ballers because i just i don't want to accept that it's over <laughs> oh they're not doing anymore i think it was done mm-hmm. i think they finished it last year they bring in russell brand and it was a little weird and it's I didn't stop watching it because I didn't like it anymore. I just, it was one of those, I don't want to accept that it's over. Right. And a lot of people, I make fun of people that do that, but that was, it's one of those shows where dad and I like day one, you watched the first season with us, but like quite a few seasons. I feel like, really? Yeah. I think I watched like two or three, but like we, it's one of those like, like Brooklyn nine, nine where it has that place because when you're in ground floor day one, like I'm going to commit to this show. (laughs) Yeah. You have this like, you have this like more of a connection to it. I know. And the last dance was just so good. It was like so good. Like so well done. And the fact that they brought in everybody to do it and it took them like four years to make it. What does he say? He made it personal. Yeah. It, I took it personally. I took it personally. Like he's just and the just fact that the level of his competitiveness, talent, competitiveness, drive to see it on film like that like when you see someone playing the game that's one thing but to actually see the progression of everything and how much work goes into it and thought processes yeah it's pretty great the only thing i think you you wish we could we wish we could change about it is if you just told the story chronologically but you needed that keep people engaged yes i found it difficult because i didn't have as much background knowledge as you guys did so the jumping around made it hard for me but yeah, it still was excellent. Yeah, that's so hard. And it also makes me want to show you the other ones because there's a lot of like, I don't think you've ever seen like the Reggie. Have you probably haven't seen any of the other ones. No, Because no. we should do that. I mean, that could be almost like a crossover podcast mm-hmm. between the two because they just, they do such a good job. And the first one I would show you and anybody that would know about this is going to get why. Well, I mean, Reggie Miller is my favorite player, but the 30 for 30 about him is so well done and him and spike lee are both like they both like michael jordan had like his side like him talking yeah it's reggie miller versus spike lee and it's just such a good rivalry in like these important games and it's really when they do that one i'm pretty sure it's that point when michael jordan isn't playing right so it's like the perfect timing yeah yeah <sighs> i'm just trying to stall as long as I possible because i really don't want to pick these um which one should have been my last one um i think as good as it was i I think i get rid of the last dance wow i put ballers i didn't think you'd get rid of it because it's just like ballers is one like i could rewatch tomorrow and be completely happy because it's just you forget a lot of things from that show like there's a lot that happens in it it's a really entertaining show yeah and like rob cordry that's easy right yeah and i feel like it's a good one for like if you're looking for something that's like you and your husband or what a partner that you don't have the same taste i feel like both it does a good job of like it's a sports show technically but it doesn't really talk much like it talks about like the business side of it more. yeah it is like i found it okay and i'm not a sports person at all because yeah because they don't opposite actually i reject it now so that's okay yeah yeah. 
All right. All so right. So last dance is out. Last dance. Yeah. All I, right. I loved it, but I'm excited for whenever LeBron James does like a 15 part just to top it. <laughs> or how many? How many episodes is his? Six. Uh, ten. Was the Michael Jordan's was ten? Yeah. Oh my god. So he'll was... do eleven. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I actually think you should do ten and a half. You <laughs> should do an episode for each year he was in the league. So by the time he retires, it'll be over twenty. Yeah, that'd be cool. He'll, there's no way he doesn't do something like that. Especially my favorite part of why this even existed is the day it got green lit was the day that LeBron, when he was with Cleveland, they won the championship, came back against the Warriors, who were the greatest team ever, besides one of those Bulls teams. He greenlit the project on the day they had the parade because he's just that petty and that competitive. Right. And then it's cool because we have this like straight line of like, you know, like everybody that watched Kobe knew that he was basically doing a Jordan impression. Right. And then Kobe became Jordan for this generation. So you still have that like piece, like Mm -hmm. that piece of him that's lived on from the 90s to now. Right. Right. That it's like that mentality and the work ethic, which... Mm -hmm. Not a lot of guys have, but yeah. you can find those select few. Yeah, And they're sure. the ones still playing. Nice. Okay. Right. Well, I'm glad that one hurt you a little bit. It did. It just really... a little bit. Mm-hmm. I just want to hurt you a little bit now that that was your goal. Um, yeah, I got two more that are definitely... They're not going to tickle. Okay. Um, yeah, I got to save this one for last because you're not going to like me for it. Okay. Um, this is... you. We're Actually, we were talking about this outside, about you're trying to think of comedy shows to put together, mm-hmm. which... I did. Modern Family, mm-hmm. Shit's Creek, no, Life in Pieces, no. Because I put Friends in this, and I just thought, well, Friends is the Friends will like never. No, I thought you were gonna say Veep too. That would be up there. Um, so yeah, Modern Family, Shit's Creek, Life okay. in Pieces. So Modern Family to me has got. It's got so much nostalgia because every Wednesday we would all watch it together. And that was another ground floor day one we watched it. It was. And I loved it. The minute she says, well, it's on the calendar. Shoot, Luke is put on the calendar. And she's like, well, we have to shoot because it's on the calendar. And we were in. Like, we were both like, oh, my God, that's so funny. And what is that? Shit's Creek, Life in Pieces. Holy shit. If you guys have not seen the show... It is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Like, I am so obsessed with it. But then I know people that tried it and they didn't like it. It took... I, I said that because uh, her parents are... They watched a little bit, but they want to get back into it. We were both talking about it last night. Like, you have to give it time. Like, it took me about halfway through the first season yeah. to be like, I get it. Like, I get what they're doing. You have to give... And I think that's the problem with this generation is we're not giving shows time to breathe. That was Yellowstone for me. I got recommended it by men, women. They were like, this is the best show I've ever seen in a long time. Okay, so I'm going to try it. Didn't like it for about four or five episodes. And then I was in. Like, it's like... But if you don't give it that time to permeate a little bit and get to know the characters and get to know the tone and the rhythm, right... And then it's so then it's Modern Family, Shit's Creek, and Life and Pe- Life and Pieces is so underrated. It is so funny, and it's kind of got the Modern Family vibe where it's like these short little. I was gonna stories. say the story structure of that made it so unique. It made it so unique, and they like to be able to tell a really funny. So they would always do. Was it three? Three or four? Three or four, because they had three kids, and so kind of be their stories. And then, like, they had kids and stuff. So it was, like, quite a big family. But, um, oh, my God. They would also just intertwine the stories and the family so well. Yeah, it was so well done. 
I can't though. I have to get rid of it. And I, and I knew that's what it would come Ugh. down to. It it's just because Life in Pieces, not to be mean to it, but it is the it not a modern not rip off isn't the right word of modern no, family, but it's it not had it that same style. It can it can hold its own. And I think the problem with the where when it came out is because Modern Family was so popular, everyone thought of it as that, and they didn't give it a chance. No. But now that it's on Netflix, I think everyone should watch it. And FYI, I saw um, The Girl Who Plays Jen, which is Zoe Lister-Jones. Her and her husband were having... Um, we're in Toronto having a lunch and Meg and I walked, well, she walked in, Meg and I were already there ordering our food and she walked in. I mean, you know her right away. She's just, she's so recognizable and I lost my mind. I didn't talk to her at all though. Nobody knew who she, like nobody said anything to her, you know, and I just wanted to say to her, you're my favorite on the show. Like she was, cause it was still quite in the prime of it. And it's still one of my regrets is that even if I just did it super cash, like just like, just so you know, you are my favorite on that show. She made that show funny to me. Mm-hmm. So, but Modern Family is nostalgia. It's a family. It gave me 10 seasons and Schitt's Creek would be, I wouldn't give up Schitt's Creek. So like if it was Modern Family, Schitt's Creek? If you're just picking between those two? No, that's not the game. Oh. Next. Okay. <laughs> no I tried. Way. I tried, guys. No way. Okay. I'm going to go with my. Last one. I'm ca- No, I have two. You two more? Oh, because yeah. I went first. Yeah. I'm calling this my Leo Matthew McConaughey section. So you have The Departed, Interstellar, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that's good. Combining the two of them. Both have their own movie. And then the movie, I guess you could say they did it together, even though McConaughey's in like a few minutes yeah, of it. Yeah, but he's in it. So I was just like, oh. uh, okay. So Departed, Wolf of Wall Street, Interstellar. Oh. That's so hard because those movies did such different things for me. I don't even want to knock one right off the bat. So The Departed is probably my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. It's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Interstellar just again we know I know we see Journey a lot with movies, but just like the experience of watching that for the first time, and it's one of those and cinematically, yeah, like I'll never and the story, like I'll never takeaway like going to see that in the theaters was something else um and wolf of wall street again one of my it's probably the most like frat bro we all ever get with a movie i remember my favorite one of my favorite stories is dad and i watched it one christmas yeah like, just a nice christmas movie where like fuck it, is every yeah, second word yeah and it's one of those I, I think it's might be the most like most swearing ever in a movie or it's at least up there oh it has to be yeah oh <sighs> I really feel bad getting rid of Interstellar, but it's just and and especially because at least I still get that McConaughey. Like I know Ma- that's McConaughey I like, in those few minutes yeah. is just so good and gets to like pass on the torch to to Jordan Belford. It's ah, those are such those are really good movies. That that definitely I, I don't know if you could hear it as much, but that that really hurt my head. Yeah, um, Interstellar when he. When Matthew McConaughey is sitting there watching the video of his kids and he just starts crying like it is just so powerful like that movie has you might not always know what's kind of going on because it it is Christopher Nolan. So you're always a little bit confused, but it is a really well done movie. Yeah, that and when he's when once you because it's at least it's one of those movies like once you once they show you like what 
what really went on. Yes, once you get the reveal. Yeah, it's it's so worth it. Oh my god, yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right, are you ready? We might have to stop recording to give you a a minute to cry. Yeah, this is. I'm feeling very emotional because because of the last two days and not seeing you guys. Yes, I'm feeling a little emotional. Okay, and now I now I kind of feel bad. I feel like I've been mean. Okay, good. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone, tell me if I've been mean. If I was mean, I'm. I mean. It's the game. It's just a game. I'm just okay. a game. It's just a game. Okay. Okay. This is the Avengers edition. Okay. Iron Man. No. Captain America. James Buchanan Barnes. Can I just say one thing really quickly? Of course. Can I tell you what my last one is? Yeah. Iron Do- Man, Thor, and Captain America, but Anthony Mackie. Ah. No. Is my last one. So you and I so we were could just do this definitely together. on the same page. So what's mine though? Iron Man, Captain America, like Steve Rogers and Bucky. Which so we could already say it's Iron Man or Captain America for you. Are you getting rid of Bucky? Oh, yeah. I was that's, like, I'm not getting rid of Bucky. That's why. To me, he was just the off the table. So for me. Okay, I'm, okay, you go first because I you, I was telling it first. It was just funny that we both went down that yeah, down the, really, the Marvel road. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, you asked me first. No, you I asked you first. You asked me first. Yeah, so you have to go first. Right, right, right. You have to figure this out. And Bucky. Yeah. Okay, so Bucky's not going. Yeah. Bucky's not going anywhere. But without Bucky, do you have the relationship with Captain America? I think you if. If you're taking someone out, like if you're, we'll say this because it's very hypothetical. If you're yeah. taking Captain America out, you could just put like Anthony Mackie in that spot. You could put someone in that spot where he'll like have it, that it same relationship. Yeah, it doesn't affect the Bucky relationship. No, it's okay. so you're taking out Steve Rogers, but someone else could be Captain America who he had that friendship same. with. Okay, okay. And then for Iron Man, like just his humor alone would be really hard for me to give up because I think he is so funny and yeah, he's a bit of an ass though in Civil War. He really pisses me off in Civil War, Iron Man, because I just think he's on the wrong side. Yeah. But Captain America is just that like wholesome good boy and he's so loyal and he's so, yeah, who would I want saving me if? I mean, if I'm picking who I'd want saving me, it'd be Captain America. But I don't know if I could give up the humor of Iron Man. I think I'd have to go Captain America. And that's... Uh, and Oh, my God. I just almost vomited in my <laughs> mouth. Whew. Thank I, God I don't have to really do it. Nah, I really I really put you on the spot with that one. Uh, yeah. So that about wraps it up for no, this one. Well, no. Nope. Oh. And now you go. <sighs> Iron Man. Thor. And... Anthony Mackie. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, Sam. Captain Captain America, Sam Wilson. Uncle Sam. Um, I really don't want to do this. Okay. Iron Man, yeah. You're getting the comedy. You're getting the greatest arc. You're getting the first movie and the most important character through all the movies. Thor, I, I I guess I'll get rid of Thor because... His first two movies are so lackluster that his character is really good. By the time you get to the third one, they try to make him so funny to kind of make up for the other movies and how serious he is. Yeah, I would never... Sam, we did it before. He's my favorite male character. Even even the, when he had the smaller roles, I'm happy he's going to have more of a prominent one now. But he was just so, like... He calls Ant-Man Tic-Tac. Like, he just had these, like... 
like it felt like Anthony Mackie, which I loved. Yeah. Which is funny seeing him in his like older roles. Like we saw him in Million Dollar Baby yeah. and in Eight Mile. Like he plays these like jerk characters. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's developed himself into now he's the hero. Now he's Captain America. So uh, I got to go with Thor. I love Thor Ragnarok. It's probably my second favorite MCU movie, but it's just, I think it's also. I could see people saying that that movie's overrated because it just did so much better than the first two Thor movies. Right. So if when they're comparing it to like those three movies, obviously I'm going to be like that one was like off the charts. Great. But if you can compare it because it's because you're comparing to two movies that were kind of lackluster. Right. Yeah. And Thor's character, his development's pretty good, too. Like we can't take away from that because he has a similar to Tony Stark where like he has to he in a very more direct way has to prove he's worthy. And with Iron Man, like, he just kind of, not that he goes to the tune of his own drum, but he's very, like, he was an individual for as long as he could I be. I love his cockiness. Normally, I do not like cocky, arrogant people. But I think for him, he, it works. And that's another, it, it it's works. Robert Downey Jr. does such a good job. He does. Take away the suit. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. Like, yeah. it's just, it's such a line where, it's one of those, like, if I ever, I guess that might have been Josh, Josh Whedon, but if... I want to know how many takes that took because you have that line. Like, I feel like it's one of those, like if you didn't get it on the first take, it'd be one of those. You have to take a break Yeah, because it's one of those deliveries that is just so perfect. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. That whole scene, because then he's like trying to piss off um, Bruce Banner. Yeah, he's like like, poking him. Yeah, "Yeah, this is going to be a stress-free environment. Yeah, it's just he wants the Hulk. Are you mad? Yeah, like he's just yeah. I don't I don't know. Iron Man is a tough one to get rid of. I do love Captain America though, because he's he's my favorite movie is The Winter Soldier. So giving that up, but I don't know. I would never give up Bucky. You know that. Yeah. At least we don't. At least we don't actually have to do it. This is just a hypothetical (laughs) exercise. (laughs) And now, let us know if you disagree with us. Yeah, I would love to know. If there's anything you would change between our picks, obviously it's our opinion, but yeah, our, our, our pop, pop opinion. opinions. God, we're, <laughs> we're that was great. <laughs> so uh, unplanned. Let's let's pick our next movie. Yeah, let's do it. Go first, me. You can go first. Oh, one fell out. I'll I'll take that one. You'll take it. Okay, but it just fell. I got I got, long I got number 52. Number 52, American Psycho. Oh, I haven't seen that for a while. I'm excited. Balls. Okay. All American right. American Psycho. We're probably going to keep with the theme of um, movies that are so unrelated. So let's see what fell out of yeah, the bin. Yeah, yeah. Number, number 37, that is Toy Story. <laughs> So Toy Story, American yes, Psycho. That's so fun. Which actually, I think we can say we've already decided what we're doing we have for, for next week. So next week, uh, again, going back to the ringer, there was an article I sent to you and it was ranking the 25, which it shocked me. It was not more 25 Pixar movies or sorry. I have 23. 23. There's yeah. I think there's so the new one, Luca coming out, I think it's it's 24, 25. Okay. Might be okay. 24. We'll, we'll double check the article. But yeah, that'll be next week. So. Get your get your Pixar watches in if you've missed any know, of the movies. I know, so I've had to watch a couple, which has been really fun, um, especially when I'm just kind of wrapping up the year. I've been watching a bit of 
you know, a few of them that I hadn't seen. So it's always fun. I love watching Pixar movies, so it's been fun. Right. And I totally disagree with a lot of their choices. So yeah. I can't wait to We We should chat. probably write down theirs, too, to compare. Because I feel mine is definitely way off from what theirs way was. Way off, yes. That yeah. was when I was painting with my girlfriend. And we were going through them. And we were both like, what is what? wrong? Yeah. But I, I get But I guess that's, just, that's what they do. That's It's their voting. And it's totally. also, I feel like it's... I was going to say a generation thing, but like they could, we could be so close and like, I bet we're closer than they are. I bet are. you, I bet you are. I bet you and our, at least our top five might be a bit closer, right? Yeah. yeah. So, It'd be fun. Yeah. Next week, ranking Pixar movies, American Psycho, Toy Story. Uh, Casey, got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. And besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.